Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe. And 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe. And worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, everybody. You're listening to The Cindy Cochran Show. Yes, you are. And guess what? I'm Cindy Cochran. Yeah. And it makes it all right. You know, it's all right with the world now. Hey, we have had rain after rain. You know, I'm sure it was the same thing in Noah's time. Everybody's saying, you know, it'll never rain. What are you doing building the ark? It's never going to rain. It's never going to rain. I think now, I know Dallas, they're looking for gopher wood because in Dallas it has rained and it's become like they've had almost 19 inches at one place of rain and 10 inches. And and we are just, you know, like three hours from Dallas in Willis. And I'm looking, and those clouds look like we're coming after you. You're next. You're gonna, but we haven't had all the rain that, that uh, they've had. But our ground just goes <laughs> and it's gone it's it's like nothing ever happened we have these big cracks it had we have that uh, black dirt that black gumbo stuff and it loves the water to it just loves the water and it just mixes it up and we have all those these pecan trees all over the place and it sucks up the water so bless the grass is hard i'm just having a hard time but dallas has um is just been deluged and so i just hope everybody's okay there and uh people that <laughs> that is horrible to be in your car you you know and it says watch out you know watch out don't if you can't see if it gets black or anything like that don't go in that water but you're trying to get home and you get through there and they're stuck in their car in the water and here come the guys with the boats and they're gonna pull you out you just better hope you got underwear on, and you better hope that you are, you know, you and your mama says, always wear underwear. There's a reason for that. I saw some people being drugged out of the cars that go like, I wouldn't dress for this. I'm sorry. But uh, anyway, so I hope they're they're going to be okay. And it's, it's funny, with Dallas and Houston, I grew up in Houston, and Dallas and Houston were always competitive. Dallas always thought they were better than people in Houston. We always thought that they thought they were, and that uh, they were horrible drivers in Dallas, and that there was they just go fast all the time. And, um, and Dallas people were always like the last one to get the new dances. And that's how growing up I, I saw I saw Dallas. That's That was my image of it. And luckily all my family live right there now near and in it and it's it's really not that way it's okay just there there are parts of it though that uh, the Dallas people look down on Houston people and I know that's true because they tell me they oh you're from Houston oh dear okay listen anyway speaking of Houston and this side of Dallas uh, the Pearland bless their hearts the Pearland Little League they they made it to the World Series. They won their first game, the opening game in, in, in the series. And last night, they, they got beat by Hawaii. By Hawaii! Who plays baseball in Hawaii? You surf in Hawaii. But 
they got beat by those people, and I'm so sorry for them. But you guys, you did great. You you made it, you made it all the way there. So you should feel very, very, very proud of yourself. And I think that it's it's exciting because they're such an inspiration to so many other little leagues around town. And I know that the Astros even sent. Uh, they sent congratulations letters and stuff. Can you imagine being in a little league and get a letter from Altuve is saying he loves you and he thinks that you're great. So um, it's it's all exciting. Now, the Astros, I don't know what happened to them last night. Or maybe tonight they're playing the Twins. They're, they're opening the series with the Twins. They had their rest. Now they got to get back on it because the Brewers almost swept them. But they didn't. I think it was, was it the Brewers that almost swept them? Everybody's shaking their head at me. Who, who almost? The Braves. The Braves. It started with a B, R. What do you want from me? That's why we have Jimmy the C. He talks and he tells you the truth. And tomorrow we're going to have Brianna Dunahoe. Brianna Dunahoe is like the, she is crazy about the Astros. She knows everything, every semblance of, of anything about the Astros. She also about the Houston Texan. She went to the training uh, camp and hung out with the Texans and uh, and watched all of that. So she loves the Texans as well. And she's also an expert on setting up fantasy football. So she's going to be here tomorrow. And I'll get the correct, all the correct people in the right <laughs> I'm so glad y'all are here to correct me. Uh, Richard really loves being my fact checker. Fact checker. It's so hard to say. Fact, F-A-C-T, checker. And uh, to make sure I say the right things. He's always listening out of one ear. He, you may think that he's not listening to us, but he's listening to us. And my special guest today is going to be the Kirk Murphy. Kirk Murphy is the owner of of the Golden Corral. I can hardly even say the Golden Corral without my, um, the juices in my mouth because I love that place. I really do love that place. The Golden Corral, uh, and it's also called a grill as well, right? Yes. Okay. This is Kirk Murphy. Everybody welcome him. And I, There's so much cheering going on out, out there in the <laughs> universe for you. So thank you, Kirk. And just thank you for opening up the Golden Corral. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Miss Cindy, for having me today. Um, it's, it's always a pleasure to um, uh, come in and talk uh, with you, even when you come into the restaurant. You yes. And, you and your grandkids, just a, just a <laughs> highlight, of, highlight of the day. They're right. Um, Everybody goes up and gives him a big hug. They all think yeah. we're family. Yes. 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 And so, and you are, you do, you have such a great, a great camaraderie with all your waitresses and everybody mm-hmm. there. And, uh, and they're, and they've been there a long time. That's, yes. That shows a lot about you and and the company, I guess, as well, yes. is that they like being there. Well, we're going on our ninth year. And, wow. Um, and it's a blessing. Uh, sometimes it's been tough, but, you know, God is good, and, and he's uh, brought us through so far, and he's uh, continued to bless us and move us in the right direction. Well, you know, he goes, I'm sure, if somebody's going to make roast beef as good as that, we got to keep them going, and we're going to help them all again. <laughs> And and on Sunday after after church on Sunday that's the place to go because I I'll tell you what the first time I went to a Golden Corral and I got some of that roast because it looked it looked pretty good and so mm-hmm. I thought I'll try this so I tried the roast and I sat down I took a bite of that roast the gravy and the mashed potatoes like all one, all one bite and I went 
ay, ay, ay. If I close my eyes, I think I was back at my mom's house on Sunday eating roast beef. It was so delicious. Yeah. And I thought, that's got to be a fluke. So we came back again because sometimes, you know, a restaurant isn't on its best day. But I have never been there where that roast beef, one, it's almost always gone because everybody wants, that's what everybody so wants. And, uh, and it just, it's always got the same flavoring and all of that. That just amazes me how y'all do that. Well, um, the good thing about um, Golden Corral is uh, you, have to, you have to hire people that has pride in what they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. The food that they put out and making sure it tastes good. Uh, we constantly train, train, and retrain uh, to make sure that we have the same consistency. Um, it's not a dog and pony show. Um, I have a lot of long-term employees that's been yes. there for a long time. Um, even um, after the pandemic, um, 95% of my staff came back to me. Um, <clears throat> but as far as the recipes... Um, but how, wait, how long were you down during uh, the pandemic? We closed seven weeks. Seven weeks. Seven weeks. Um, well, I tell you, the seven weeks was a blessing in disguise. So I, I, I don't ever want to wish anyone to go through this, but they gave us time to reflect. Uh, myself and my other two managers and some of the workers, we went in and and we just cleaned up the place real good and detailed and uh, just changed a lot of stuff around. So when we do reopen. We'll be at 100% and the place looks good. And because mm-hmm. most places, once they close, they don't go back into the building, they don't go and check. Um, and my company wasn't that. Uh, we went there every day. Uh, even if we wasn't open, we we went there to clean and organize and, and, and just, you know, make some, some, some changes. Uh, uh, so when we do open, like I said, um, our guests will be ready and everything right. will be fresh. So it, I, I think that's one one of the things that um, helping us be successful because um, we're clean. Oh yeah. And I have OCD real bad, and, <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm a clean freak. And and if something's out of place or if something's on the floor or none of my staff will walk over it. They see it, they will pick it up. Oh no, mm-hmm. no, not even if the person in front of them is the one that spilled all that coming yes. off the tray. <laughs> yes. The next one will come up and pick it up. That's yes. that's true. But you. But you were starting to talk about the recipes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Now, the Golden Corral has to be consistent so that people go to Lubbock and they go to yes, ma'am. Houston. They know they're going to get the same recipe, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Who who came up with the recipes? Our corporate office. And um, they they come up with all the recipes. Was it mm-hmm. their grandmas? That <laughs> you know what? It's, it's what almost 100 years for this company, so... Maybe someone grandmother <laughs> did come up with the recipes, but um, uh, I don't know who did. But I tell you, they're they are great recipes, and and yeah. if you follow them a hundred percent, you'll get the same consistency, every, the same taste every, every time. time. That that's exactly right, because that's what, and I and I go back as a taste tester for my community to make sure that they're going to have that same quality. Yes, it, they do. I could do QC for you anytime. Oh, that's no problem. Just, just let me know. Well, well, you come, you know, twice a week anyway. So <laughs> the, 
that, that that's patient for me. You know, Sam's gonna listen to this. Um, <laughs> no, and the kids, I usually uh, hide the Golden Corral sack that I, before I go in, mm-hmm. and then put it so that they don't think I've been to Golden Corral, and they went, "Why didn't you take us? Right. Why did you get to go and we didn't get to go?" So, uh, but I I do love that place, and I I think that there's so much about your company, and and the way you treat people, and you know they just keep coming back, coming back yes. like I do. Now, I what I loved so much was uh, Veterans Day. I I forgotten it was Veterans Day when mm-hmm. I said, "Boy, it's full," uh-huh. and and so I walked in, and all these veterans were seated everywhere. I I was like, "What? It's Veterans Day? Oh, that's right!" And you were like one of the top honor you know you honor the veterans so yes, so well and i just i love that and it was and what do they they eat for like half off or what was it you do well the the great thing about golden crowd as a company is uh we honor the vets um um on every november um if it falls on veterans day if it falls before veterans day um the vets eat for free yes and that's we what do it from five to nine so we honor wow. the vets from five to nine. Um, they eat, they come in, and they um, have fun. Uh, I don't know if all Golden Crowd does, but myself, I have a live band. Um, they sing, they dance, um, they have different skits that they do. They even get the staff and the um, um, guests involved in the skits. And also use um, um, Conroe Corral, mm-hmm. um, Conroe High School. Um, Conroe High School? They come in, in and do the color guards and and oh, um, the national great. anthem, um, and we have someone to sing the national anthem. But that the main thing is, is um, Golden Crowd really takes pride in taking care of the vets. Well, um, if you come into my restaurant, um, I'm not a veteran at all, but um, I love the vets because if it wasn't from those guys, we wouldn't be here. That's right. You know, I have flags all over the restaurant. Yes, you do. I have a POW table that explains. Um, uh, what what the table is about, and um, people love it. And you can buy things there that goes to to the vets, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And I also have a um, a table set up when you first walk in the door. Right. Um, if you want to give a donation to the vets, I have all the different branches, mm-hmm. um, and you can just put a donation in, and it goes to them. That's so amazing. That's mm-hmm. so amazing, and I I love that about you guys, and you also have a wall there with all these pictures of, of you with different people that you think, you know, like, this is great. This I don't know what, who they are. I don't, but you, it's you and somebody else. It, it's called my wall of, wall of fame. Your wall um, of fame. And, and, and why haven't I gotten to be on the wall of fame yet? Um, I'm just waiting on the picture. You know, oh, okay. You, you know, you, you in and out, and you know, where's Miss Cindy? She's gone already. <laughs> um, some of those people that um, that that's on the wall, um, God rest rest their soul, they're they're deceased. And okay, been, I don't want to be on that wall. I'm sorry. Well, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let me explain. Um, some of them that's been coming, you know, since we opened, and oh. they become family. So uh, once they passed away, uh, their their family still comes. Uh-huh. And, and I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, this was your parents' favorite place. You mind if I post a picture of them on the wall? Oh, so that's... as you come in into the door, you'll see those pictures of some of the people that has fallen. 
Um, some of the plaques are from the um, DAV, from Veterans Day. Um, I also have some uh, pictures with some of celebrities, um, Deion Sanders and um, the president of the company, Lance Chenery, um wow. and, and Tony Dungy. Uh, he was, they were at our um, uh, conference one time, and mm -hmm. I was elected to take a picture with those guys, and, and I just posted on the wall. And I have different vari uh, varieties of uh, people that's on there, um, long-term people that's been coming. Um, so, well, I hope I rise to the occasion. I mean, to well, be it's time. It, a celebrity it's, enough. Well, you it's, know, like. it's going on nine years, and <laughs> yeah, it's time for you to give me that picture. So, that yeah, that's for my tenth anniversary of being there, that yes. would be really mm -hmm. amazing. Okay, yeah, that's what. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I love it. We'll get it taken care of. Okay, now the other thing that I think is really important that you do, I mean, besides make fabulous food and it all tastes like very homemade and and all that is that you have this camp yes and the camp is it's called camp corral camp corral yes ma'am and mm. it is for who it's basically for um fallen veterans kids um uh, we sent uh, we raise money get donations to send those kids to camp for uh, seven days and it's wow. just you know same as the vets um taking care of the vets kids um, those has fallen and those are still here. And um, all of the Golden Crowd, our goal is to reach 2,000 um, per restaurant. If you exceed that amount, then that means more kids go. Right. So we try to do um, more than the 2,000 mark to send as many kids to camp as possible. Um, that just gives them time, you know, away and have fun and everything's on Golden Corral. That's that's amazing. I, I love that. And when we come in there, and you're raising money for them. I think that's, and that's so, um, I don't know, you just don't do that at restaurants. You usually don't go in and see all of that community that you have. Mm -hmm. You do, you are really a part of the community, and and that's really important. Now, when when you decided that you were, you know, you wanted a Golden Corral, you wanted it in Conroe, what made you choose the the location you have is amazing. It's fabulous. But what made you choose Conroe? Well, um, I didn't actually choose it. Um, Golden Crowl as a company chose, because we had one here before, and it did well, so they wanted to bring it back. Um, so, in the same place? In the no, same location? it was on 105 across by um, Home Depot. Oh. Um, it was in front of the Home Depot uh, across from Luby's. So that was the original Golden Crowl. So they decided to bring it back, and, and and great thing that they have this spot right off the, the feeder road at 45 and Wilson, which is which is a good location. Right. Um, <clears throat> I had I had no idea um, of of that the building being coming here. Um, I was the kitchen manager at um, Golden Crowell and 45 and Fuquay, uh, coming to the company my one year in. Um, they asked me to would I love to be the general manager of uh, the one in Conroe. Wow. Um, I had reservations at first because I just came to the company mm -hmm. and didn't know if I was really ready to become a GM. But I was a GM with other restaurants. Um, so what are the other restaurants you were? Uh, Bennigan's and Joe's Crab Shack. Oh my goodness! I was 15 years with Bennigan's and six years with Joe's Crab Shack, and then I decided to come over to uh, Golden Crow. So in my first year, um, I became nominated to become a GM. So they wanted to send me out of town. I chose not to. And um, uh, Conroe came up twice. 
And I sp- spoke with my wife and the family, and I was like, yeah, go for it. So signed the dotted line and came over as it started off as the general manager. Um, for the first six months, um, just a general manager. Then I got into the operating manager partner, and that's when you become a partnership with Golden Crow as buying um, the franchise. So that you own it? Not at that point. But I mean, but that's what you're building to is yes. to own it, right? Yes, ma'am. Oh. And um, uh, what was it? June, June 18th, 2013. Um, no, 2018. Um, I became the franchisee and been the owner ever since. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yes, ma'am. So now, is all your family here in Texas or are they? Yes, ma'am. They Everyone are. Everyone is here in Texas. Do they come eat the, here? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Is everybody trying to be real sweet to them? Right. And right. they get a lot of good service and all that. Well, no. you, you know, um, it doesn't matter who you are when you come in the building, whether it's you, the CEO, the president, it doesn't matter. Everyone gets the same service. Um, we don't look at um, a celebrity and, and, hey, that's such and such. We need to give him really good service. That's that's not how we operate. We operate everybody on the same playing field. Everybody gets the same service or exceed it. That's great. So. Well, I think I think that's what you instill in everybody. And and how how your staff, I mean, the way that they uh, the way they respond to you and all has yes, been always every time I've seen you know it's been great. I remember that Golden Corral where mm-hmm. it was the original yes, one. We ate there before. Sam's parents just loved that, loved that place. So that was a while back. A while back, yes. Yes, yes. A long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering about, you know, in in the recipes <clears throat> section, I kept to keep coming back <laughs> to the food. I, there's some chicken that they do, and it's sriracha. Ranch. Sriracha ranch yes. is what they call it. I, I thought it was like Marcella. I don't I heard that name. It sounded really fancy and cool, and I thought, this has got to be Marcella chicken. Mm. But um, I, I was so worried about asking for the recipe because I th- always thought these are like secret recipes. Nobody's going to – you can't find out. You can't go and ask them how they do their steak or whatever. And so I finally said, okay, all right, how do you do this? How do you do the, the chicken? And he said, it's just – it's it's ranch dressing. It's onion and – Bacon and, and bacon and some parsley on top and some parsley on top and you bake the chicken. <laughs> do you do you put all that on there when you bake it or you bake the chicken first and then you smother it with that? Well, um, you can either bake it or you can cook it on a grill. And once we do that, we um, saute the, the onion and the bacon and we mix it with the ranch and um, we pour it on top and top it with parsley. Now, see everybody. Now you heard you heard that and uh, it. I tried to copy it down as he was talking to me and telling me. And I thought, I can't believe I'm getting this. Nobody else knows this. I'm getting this recipe. And so he told me I went home, and I I, I thought, you know, that was pretty cool of him. He told me how to do this, and I thought, I'm getting this recipe. But he never told me how much of what to put where Mm -hmm. and how, you know, how to, you know, dispense this. I didn't get that part of it. And boy, could you tell whenever I tasted it, they're like, Mom, you can't even, oh, yeah, yeah. It was just too much of everything that I I put on there. 
Well, so, I, I can tell you what's in it, but I can't tell you the amounts and, you know. <clears throat> that do, do you have to sign a, a waiver? Yes, we do. That? Yes, ma'am. See, just like you have to sign here, you have to sign yes. your life away. You can't, they can't. <clears throat> now, what about what about the people in the back that are you know putting all this together and stuff? They have to sign waivers as well? Yes, ma'am. They that, do? That, that's part of the contract. Oh. Uh, yeah. Even <laughs> if you decide to leave Golden uh-huh. Crow, you still can't, you know, tell anyone the recipes. You can't? No, you can't. Okay. No. <laughs> See, and, and another thing that uh, uh, people don't know about Golden Crow that – uh, most of our product we do in house. Right. Our steak, we cut it by hand. Our steak burgers, we grind our own meat and make our own burgers. Uh, the pot roast, we take a shoulder and we cut it and we marinate it and we cook it over overnight for twelve hours and let it marinate. Twelve hours. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. See, I, I have this perfect mm. recipe. Um, I bet people come to you and say, I've got a res- great recipe to let you. You need to try this recipe. Mm-hmm. Do they do that to you? They do. But, um, <laughs> but you can't Crow, deviate from we, we, we it. Have, we have specific matrix and guidelines that we have to right. follow. We can't just put um, our menu or mm-hmm. our product on, right. on, on, on the buffet. So We, we have yeah. to get it okayed and recipes have to be written and submitted and then once that happens, then if it's okay with the rest of the country, uh-huh. <laughs> then, it, then, it, then it can go on to the buffet. But we can't just go in and just put well, now, wait what a we minute. want. So you say if, <clears throat> if, if, like, I submitted a recipe to something, and then you take that, you write that down, you submit that to the corporation mm-hmm. and see what they think about it. Mm-hmm. And then if they go like, this is the best I've ever tasted. This mm-hmm. is great. How much money do I make? Uh, you know that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much that is. Uh uh. <laughs> I mean, the only royalty though but i i see the roast I, my mom i watch my mom make roast every sunday so okay so i was going to be the one to take over that that recipe and do that and mm-hmm. it was so i realized how simple it was it wasn't i didn't i didn't respect my mom you know but but she she did it this way every time but mm-hmm. it was six hours to to cook it at 250 for mm-hmm. six hours, but 12 hours. At what temperature do you cook? Uh, we cook it at uh, 400, and at- we cook we cook it in a. Um, uh, it's like a steamer. Um, we, we cook it at uh, 400 and just make uh, regular gravy. Pour it on top and let it go. No, that's not regular gravy. You're, you're using the rendering <laughs> from that roast. That roast, right? <laughs> you when get we, some when, of that. When we transfer it to the. The buffet line, yes. Yes, okay. Yes. That's why I always get the mm-hmm. the uh, the gravy over there. Mm-hmm. So, I do you cook the vegetables with it? The no, we cook those carrot? separate. We cook That's those separately. all separate. Yes. Okay, and yep. then you combine all that yes. together. Yes. Ma'am. Okay, that is just amazing. Listen, you guys, if you have never had roast beef at Golden Corral, if you've never eaten at a Golden Corral, you've got to you've got to try the. The roast beef—it's amazing. It really is, and the um, and your desserts. Yes, there has to be a woman that's like my size in the back that's cooking those desserts, right? Is that right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know it's not even skinny little casino girl cooking those recipes. Oh my <clears throat> word! Your desserts. Yeah. The, the chocolate, this is what killed me was the chocolate pie mm-hmm. tasted like what when you go to church socials mm-hmm. and there's some, you know, 
uh, Mama Fanny or somebody come would make a chocolate pie mm -hmm. and bring, and that's what it tasted like. It's like a mousse. Yes. Yeah, so it, it's, but it's, but if you call it a mousse, it's not like the, the, <laughs> well, the, I know, the texture. The, the texture, texture, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but those, that is uh, amazing. And then all the ice creams and this, uh, you have every kind of dessert there is on demand. Yes, ma'am. We have sugar free, we have yeah. um, regular, you know, cater to the kids. Oh, brother, we have, yes. We have an icing machine that you can create your own dessert with the ice cream. Got the sprinkles. I mean, and I, and I just amazes me watching, watching these people come in with their family, and they get these big tables out, mm -hmm. you know, on the back or whatever, and they, they sit there. All those kids and those, how many jobs they must have? Because, <laughs> because it's not cheap to go to a restaurant. But Sam said, "Listen, I've got this all figured out. Golden Corral. I don't care where else you want to go." Golden Corral is going to be your best bet. Yeah. Because you, you just, how many times you get up and go get seconds and thirds and fourths and fifths, that it just starts, think of the cost that it would have cost you to make it at to home. Make it at home. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I love that part because I don't want to make anything at home. So if, if I could, I remember getting stuff and putting it in, in tubs that made it look like I made it, I made it, and I would... <laughs> serve it that's so bad uh and i would serve it because i wasn't a great cook is your wife a good cook yes she is she is yes now does she ever say to you this is what you need to have in your this would be so popular well um she understand that everything has to be okayed the process that yes. goes yes so yeah. so she never she never says well you should try this because she already sharing it. it takes time they have to test it, retest it, and yeah, well, you're so. around that all that food all the time. You're around yes. how many? Oh, good grief! All the stuff that you're around and thinking, how am I going to go home and eat dinner? Because right, you, do you kind of pick and eat a little bit of well, different things? Being around, being around the food all day, you don't have an appetite because you because you're constantly moving mm -hmm. and you see it, and and you're really not hungry. But the minute you get out that door and you're on your way home, that stomach just growling. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so what you're saying is the perfect diet is to come work for, come work for you. Yes. And that way you won't you won't eat as much. Right. With because, all that food. Around yeah, you. you see it. You just like, you don't have an appetite. Yeah. Oh my word. And and sometimes when um I'm up at six thirty in the morning. Yeah. I probably won't eat until seven eight o'clock that night when I get home. Because I'm just really not hungry. So, you know? uh, how can you go that long? I don't know. I'm just used to it. Oh, man. <laughs> well, yeah, just used to it. Well, that's, um, you, look, you look really good. So I can see, oh, thank can you see so why much. he's like, okay, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I don't get that at all, though, because that would be the most tempting thing. And I usually, we, we try and get a table way across the, from the, dessert? Across, from the dessert part. <laughs> And Sam is skinny as real, mm. and so he he goes, "I'll be right back." I said, "I know where you're going. I know <laughs> where you're going." He said, "Go get another salad. It'll be fine." It'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, so he says, "And just get the uh, like the carrot salad and all those things that are just so good. Just, just everything that y'all do, the soups you do. Yes. Who is your soup chef?" Um, Rocio, Marina, um, Juan. You know, they they. They make it and they put it out. 
No, they 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 make it with love. They make it love. That, <laughs> yes. That's just amazing. All of the cooks, um, even I mean, even the the servers, um, everybody love their job. They love mm. being there. Um, so, and and I tell people because, <clears throat> you know, like you said, uh, we get a lot of people from different Golden Corrals. It's like, why does your food taste different from the other <laughs> restaurants? It's like, well, I. I can't answer that question. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have the same guidelines, the same uh, policies to follow, but here it's made with love. That's right. Because I came from the kitchen, and and that's what I instill in when we're hiring someone. Um, be passionate and, you know, make sure you're making your food with love because one that's day awesome. your parents, your family might come in. Yeah. And, yeah. and if they come in and you made that product and they don't like it, that that's on you. That's shame on you. You got to make it like your mom made. It. That's just, yes. you know you've got to be like that. That's mm-hmm. I love it. Well, I just I love your place. I've always loved that. And then get to know, when we got to know you and you came over and we were at the other studio yes, and ma'am. you talked about it. And now I'm going to have to stop by there on the way home. I'm sure and, <laughs> and get something. Yeah, uh, but. Um, that's what I was hoping that everybody that's listening to this is going, okay, thanks. Now I'm going to have to go find, where's that Golden Corral? And they're in Michigan. And, and I'm like, sorry, you know, this is a Texas thing. And you just, this is what we want to do this for this show is to have, is have businesses from around here. And on Thursday we have um, Ashley and Seth. Uh, they Have you seen the MoCo? uh because you haven't been down here. Uh, Moco just opened. Moco Food Hall. Okay. That place has got six different restaurants in one under one oh, roof. Wow. Okay. And uh, so they're going to they're going to come on and we're just you know we want to make sure everybody gets their chance at t- telling about their business and all that because some people can't afford. I mean, I love y'all's commercials. I love, love your commercials. <laughs> and and Richard, I'm going to ask you a question. And you can just uh He's going, oh, no. Okay. So in one of their commercials, they have these guys sitting around, and they're, they're trying, this guy's put the challenge out. What one food, if you could only have one food for the rest of your life, you're on an island, and this is the only food that you can get to, one food for the rest of your life. And they're, kind of, they're talking about they've just been to this buffet, and they have all this food around. And what food would you want? If you only could have one food for the rest of your life, do you want? Would it be? I'm going to give you some examples because you're looking at me like what? Uh, would it be like uh, barbecue ribs? Would it be fish? Would it be chicken marsala, um, spaghetti? What would you want to eat <clears throat> every day? That's what you had. I would, I want to slap him. You know, he just, <laughs> he let me go through all of that. All right. I, okay. All right. I would fine. say water. Water. That's what, okay. He's on the island and so he wants, okay. Yes. Okay. You, as long as you, uh, you have water, that's all you need is the water and you're not going to eat anything else. Just the water. You've got to have something to eat. Yeah, but I mean, if I'm going to survive long term, I'm going to need you need fresh water, water yeah. every day. Okay, but so I, was, I can get food somewhere else. But I, I said food. I would. I mean, like uh, in that buffet. 
So like like so let's let's clarify it. You have a magic box on this island, and every time you open that box, that food is in that box. That's right. Okay. Okay. Now, now, yeah. So now it's a little easier. I'm to sorry. I should have painted a better picture. Sorry. Okay. Which would it be? What would it be? It's a hard. I mean tacos. Tacos. Yeah. We have that. That's that's like good. Tacos. You have meat and you have vegetable and you and we have tacos as well. And that. Mm-hmm. What you, can, about, you can create it your own way. Yeah, but because you can use the tacos and you can make other food with it too. So if I catch a fish, I can use a tortilla for that. Or, <laughs> you know, just, if I catch a rabbit, or you know. okay, so all right, let's say your wife only could cook <clears> one <throat> meal, and that's all she knew how to cook. What would you want tacos. her to be able to cook? Okay, tacos. Okay. Stuck on tacos. I said, okay. Tacos are great. Mine, mine would be uh, spaghetti. What okay. would yours be, Kirk? Um, fish. Fish. Fried or baked. Fried or baked. Yeah. It just just so it's fish. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I love fish. Um, blackened on top of some dirty rice and. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. See, okay, that all sounds good. So, if we combined our no, uh, but but that was an interesting uh, commercial, because this guy that he kept asking would not give him a straight answer mm-hmm. because there's a buffet. There's a, I can get anything I want here. Why would I get just one? Yes, one eat one thing, and so but you do, you do have so many. It's just it does make your <clears throat> mind. Because you have so much to choose from. Is Golden Crow a buffet, or is it more of like a Luby's where you, if you want a main dish, you get one main dish? No, it, it's a buffet. That's so everything. I can get ten steaks. You can get as much as you want. Dang. Yes, that's that's what the buffet is. It's, well, I, yeah, you know. I think I've been there. I just, I always some places have like you know you get one of this, but then you have unlimited of this. Right. No, no, um, it's not like buffet. The good thing about Golden Crowd is we have everything for everyone. So you you can bring your family in. Say, for instance, if you know you want tacos, or Miss Cindy wants the pot roast, or I want fish, we go to Golden Crowd. You can get all of that and take care of everybody at the same yeah. at the same place, and still get as much as you want. <clears throat> as that's, much as you want. Yes. As much as you want. That's Cindy's selling point. Yeah, and that's what I explained to people. You had me people. at as much as that's you what, want. Yeah, You're opening what, up that. <laughs> magic box every 10 minutes <laughs> I, I explain that to people as well you know you go to other restaurants you won't be able to get soup salad desserts main courses for the low low price and come back and get as much as you want is the it's, price the same for all ages no um from one to three is 199 uh four to eight is 539 uh nine to 12 is 649 Adults, depending on the day, um, we have the early bird, which is from 11 to 4, um, at senior price. If you're 60 and above, it's um, 9.79, and your drink comes with your meal. Regular adult with a drink is 14.63, um, up until 4 o'clock. Then now, after 4 o'clock, it's what we throw. We put steak and jumbo shrimp and ribs and sausage. Okay. Oh yeah. So, on average, since you know Miss Cindy so well, how long does she stay there? <laughs> Cindy, I, I don't know if that question is going to get me in trouble or not, so I'm going to plead the fifth. Uh, <laughs> well, how, you can answer it this way. Does she leave with the group she's with, or does she stay after the group leaves 
And she's like, oh, I'm just going to finish this. I'll see you guys in a bit. Um, but you can take it home. See, that's what's good yeah. is that you, you can do takeout, too. And that and that's – but now you can't – you know, you can't take out – wait. What is it you – you can't put stuff in the – you can't get a box and put what you've uh, – Right. Whatever you have, whatever you're eating on, you can't take it with you. It has to be weighed. That's right. Um, but if so you want, if you want something to go, you weigh it before. Yes. So what's the limit? It depends on whatever you want to put in the box. It's about a pound. But that's included. I'm confused. So you pay again, or is it? No, it, no. It, it, he's he's saying you can take if you want go. If, like if I want spaghetti, say, and say. I'd already eaten some some of the spaghetti, I wouldn't take that spaghetti home. I would go get some more spaghetti and go pay for that. Yes, about a pound. So you pay by, by the, the pound, pound after yeah. you've already paid your fourteen dollars. Yes. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. and it really is. So you pay every time you get anything to go. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and and I go in there and just get stuff to go. By the pound. And so That's you. That's crazy. So you take <clears throat> so you take this box. The box is already weighed, so it's that, that part of it. And I start piling on, thinking of what what what, what's, what is it per pound? Uh, before four o'clock, it's five forty nine a pound. Okay. And after four o'clock, it's six ninety nine a pound. But when you, I see the look on your face, because you're saying pound, when people get to go food, it averages around one one and yeah. a half pound. It's it's really not that much. It's really really not that much in pounds. No, it's che- yeah. che- it's cheaper to do. It's it's actually cheaper than going home and cook. Right. Then clean, and then put the stuff up. Yeah. Then you know. No, I guess, I just, yeah. no it is. It's amazing. So on the way home, you can get you know yeah. a full meal for both you and Holly, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's just it's it's amazing. So I'm I'm so happy y'all are here because it really does give us a place to go. And and Sam said this is the every place we've eaten, all the places, Luby's and everything else. This is the best for the money because yes. you get such good food and as much as you want, as much as you want, yeah, yeah. as much as you want. Mm-hmm. And you can now, if you come in, y'all used to serve breakfast. Do you serve breakfast? We still serve breakfast on Saturday and Sunday mornings. On Saturday or Sunday morning. Okay, so you get there at ten for breakfast. No, we get there at six. No, I mean, if I got there at ten to eat breakfast, are you still serving breakfast at ten? Uh, we from Saturdays is eight to twelve, and Sundays is eight to eleven. Okay, so, so you, still have, you still have time. Okay, but what I'm saying is okay, so I eat the breakfast food and then then y'all put out the lunch food well here, here's a catch <laughs> here's the catch you know me i'm trying to find out well before the pandemic um we were only doing breakfast from mm-hmm. 8 to uh, 12 um now after the pandemic because we you know crowd i was putting out breakfast and lunch and i'm continuing to doing that so if you want to come Saturday and Sunday morning and you want breakfast or you want lunch, I have it available. Or how breakfast and lunch. Yes. I have. Yeah. So now you're just inviting Cindy to stay there <laughs> for the crossover. I'm yeah. Lying. I mean, but there's no crossover. Um, before it was, but now it's it's not a crossover because it's there. So when you get there opening, it's there's there's lunch there's, there. There's breakfast and lunch. Oh, wow. And then after four, it's just dinner dinner yes, stuff yeah just dinner stuff and that's well after 12 o'clock on saturdays we go to lunch and then we go to dinner at four on saturdays okay and on okay. sundays it's breakfast um and then dinner at 11 o'clock 
Okay. Yeah. So, that's the church so, people coming in. Yes. So yeah. So at eleven o'clock we take the breakfast. She wants her steak at eleven. Yeah, she'll get it on yes. Sunday. Yeah. I want my steak and I want my no. I I I love that place. I just I love it because you. I mean, your food is just is exceptional, and that's why I love having you here because I can really you know give you uh, props because you are amazing and the food is amazing. Thank you so much. And and nobody's gonna, you know, text me and go like, "I went there." I know they're not gonna do that, you know. So <laughs> that's what's that's the only reason. Because otherwise, you know, if I had somebody else come up, you don't know what their food's like. Right. But I make sure I, I've eaten there that long, that many years, and do not see any change or any anything went bad or oh, they don't have the same recipe. It's not as good. Who do you have cooking back there? It's never been that. Well, see, the good thing about that, like I said, Golden Crowd, we have strict guidelines and strict recipes that we have to follow. Even if we do lose a cook and we bring a new one in, he gets Mm. the same training. And that's why we have the consistency in the food, no matter who's doing it. Right. Right. Because we train train everyone the same way. Yeah. I just wanted everybody to hear that Mm. and hear it. (laughs) Out of the horse's no, not the horse's <laughs> out of your mouth <laughs> because I know that uh, I mean your character and everything else, the character of how you love the vets and how you love these children and all that yes, is it just brings so much family and and like you feel safe, you feel mm-hmm. like you're going to be taken care of, and that's and we, what I love. we we um, teach servers or train servers that you know you can go anywhere and hey, my name is Cindy and I'll be your server for today but at our location we try to create family right and create that bond to invite you to come back Mm -hmm. this is your home right so i tell everybody once you come in you hook we're family that's right that's exactly right and and those ladies you know flow Ain't yes. got nothing on them because <laughs> they are flow. Everyone has a flow. They're so precious. I love them. I just love them. Yes, ma'am. And as soon as all my hair goes gray, I'm going to come okay. be a server there. All right. <laughs> if I quit coloring, it'd be there. Anyway, but, um, well, we love you so much Thank and you so much. just respect you so much and just you know, give everybody a hug when you get back over there. I will. Okay. And thank you for having me. Well, thank you. We're going to go to a break right now, and uh, so that you can skedaddle. But I just, I just thank you and um, keep up the great work with those child, that children's camp, and for the vets and everything like that. So we love you. We will be right back. You're listening to the Cindy Cochran Show, and uh, don't go away. Stay, stay right, right there, right there. Okay. Hey, tune in to The Bridge Podcast TX Tuesdays at 11 a.m. where we are connecting commerce with community, interviewing business owners and leaders in the community, allowing the audience to peek behind the curtain of what inspires, motivates, drives these individuals to have meaningful, positive impact in this community. For more information about the show, log in to IRLoneStar.com slash TBPTX. What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help and learn about partnership opportunities 
at www.familypromiseofmc.org or call our day center at 936-441-8778. Hey y'all, it's DJ Mike from Dan Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Time in Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. <laughs> Yeah, we're back on the Cindy Cochran Show. I love that guy, and uh, I hope you go out and, and visit. If you're in the in the Conroe, go see Kirk at um, at the Golden Corral there. And wherever you are, remember they're all the same, so it'll be perfect. I I went to Walgreens yesterday. I had to get some pick up some medicine, and they had a new guy back there, and and I drove. It was a drive through. And the guy says, uh, okay, here's your, uh, I need to see your ID. And I said, are you carding me? And he started laughing, and I just looked at him like, why are you laughing? And he, uh, he said, well, I, 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 just, I, I just have to make sure you're, you're uh, over 18. And he just, <laughs> it was so fast. I said, I'm, I'm kidding, and I just started laughing told him he just made my year because I hadn't been carded in so long when was the last time you were ever carded Richard you don't remember do you yeah you don't remember when you I were... think the only time I actually get carded consistently is if I get alcohol at the self checkouts at like a grocery store and they card you well I think it's because they have that auto uh, I don't know what the system they call, but when you scan it in, it says like we can't do anything else until an attendant comes over here and enters their code. And typically, when they come over and they enter the code, they're like, "All right, can't see your ID." Like I think it's just <laughs> just what they do every single time, which is fine. Well, I mean, you're young. You you are young looking, yeah. and with your hair and all that stuff. So they, I can see yeah. them doing that. But I was like, well, I've, they probably card you realistically because of lawsuits. Well, they have to make sure that you're. You're the right age to have this medicine, and if it has any kind of narcotic in it or anything like that, they have to card you. That's what's so weird. No, I for kind. like regular beer cells and stuff like that. Huh? Like for regular beer cells. Beer cells? Yeah, yeah, sales like sales of beer. Okay, uh, yeah. I, I, I always wondered, I've never bought. Well, I always wondered like you were you ever ask for your ID and then they scan it. Yes. I think it's like one out of like twenty times for me, and I'm like, I wonder why they scan it. Because I know why. I mean, I know why they scan it to yeah. see if it's real. But then, if they don't do that the nineteen other times, like what the kind of like. Well, a lot of times that they look at it really fast, you know, like because well, yeah, they don't want to be doing this what, anyway. That's what I'm saying there's like the, the procedure for checking IDs is, is mm-hmm. so different wherever you go. It's like if you're really checking for IDs, and it's a system to scan it and it'll literally tell you yes or no. See, but they you go in. It's like, all about accountability, I guess, in the eyes of the law. So it's like, whose fault is it if you sell like sold this to a minor or? Oh right, I think something like that. But at uh, at the Walgreens, if you go inside, they have a they have to write everything down. They take your 
your ID and they copy it and all that stuff. But if you do the drive through, they just you put it in there yeah, and they go like, it's okay, strange. That's fine. You kind of look like the picture. That's fine. Uh, but you know when when you go to but you never go to a crowd. They probably ask you because they want, they have like a, a a wall of people they don't allow in. <laughs> and it's like we gotta make sure this is. <laughs> they do. They do at the. Um, at the little store, it's not it's not Valero. We call it the little store. I don't know what the actual. You mean like a corner store? Yeah, like that kind of store. And they have people's big pictures, beautiful pictures of people that you know don't sell them anything because they've they didn't pay or are they wanted or something. Yeah. And I thought that's so embarrassing. My goodness, it's in, in your neighborhood, and they said you didn't pay. So, but I feel like that if I was on the wall, I would take that as a challenge. Really? Yeah. I mean, who pays attention to that? Well, I don't know. But speaking of the wall, I want to, I want to get on that um, Golden Corral wall. For what? Like most pounds of spaghetti? <laughs> you almost said most pounds of what? Spaghetti. Uh, spaghetti. No, I've I've never done that. I just. But it's just so cute. He really does have his picture, and it's celebrities. You can tell celebrities and people of notoriety, and you know, big people. Who goes to Golden Corral and here is a celebrity? You never know. I guess. I, you know. Besides you, of course. No, I'm not. A, I'm not a celebrity. See, I think if, I think if he took a picture of you, he'd require you to get the food you usually get. Hmm. And so there'd be like six plates or something, you know. <laughs> and it's just like that's the that's how they get the picture of you. They see what the celebrities eating all the time. Right, right. I can't believe you get spaghetti. Yes. No, no not spaghetti there. I meant yeah. like spaghetti that I would like to eat. Yeah. But uh, because their spaghetti is like uh, it's crap. No, it's not. It's not that what that word. It's not that. It's not it's good. Just, it's. Just, well, that's that's the thing about buffets. It's like you only have you have so much real estate in your belly, so you yeah, don't want right. to just sit here and eat bread. No, but you like to try everything just to get a little bit of yeah. everything is great. It's a great thing to do. Um, tomorrow, Brianna is going to be here, so we got to talk sports, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and beef up on my sports and uh, and know what's going on. I thought I did. I thought I had listened long enough to all that stuff. I'm really mostly interested in the little leaguers and what I was hoping Pearland would take it all the way. But uh, they did great. They got so far, that's great. Uh, anyway, uh, we are going to be here with Brianna Dunahoe. We'll talk about Texans and fantasy football. It's so amazing. This woman knows all about fantasy football. So you be with us tomorrow. Uh, we will be. <laughs> we'll do talks fantasy football. You got me all mixed up. He's going like this one. Uh, fantasy football, and it will be a great time. Listen, you first responders, we love you. We really, really love you. And thank you for being there. I'll see you tomorrow. Through Georgia in late July.